Welcome to Finding Forgiveness, a Fraser 365 devotional. I'm Chris Montgomery, the senior pastor at Fraser Church, and we're excited you've joined us for this study. May the Lord bless you as we learn about His forgiveness. This is day 28 of Finding Forgiveness. Our title today is God's Purposes Are Always Good. Stephen J. Cole said, To bear up under trials, we must trust in the sovereign goodness of God in every situation. Today's text is Genesis 50, verses 15 through 26. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil that we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph, saying, Your father gave us this command before he died. Say to Joseph, Please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin, because they did evil to you. And now, please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear. For am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive, as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. So Joseph remained in Egypt, he and his father's house. Joseph lived 110 years, and Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were counted as Joseph's own. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died, being 110 years old. They embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. Today we come to the end of Genesis and our study of the life of Joseph. While our devotion ends today, our journey to finding forgiveness continues. In this life, we will always need God's forgiveness. Because we live in a fallen world filled with imperfect people, we will have a frequent need to find forgiveness towards others. We have learned many spiritual lessons from Joseph's life. Because God's Word is always living and active, these life lessons will continually provide wisdom for our daily walk with Jesus. Let's grab a few more of these truths that transform in this last section of Genesis 50. The first thing we discover in this scripture is the train of thought that Joseph's brothers developed as soon as their father was no longer with them. After Jacob died, fear began to well up in their hearts. A nagging question kept going through their minds. What if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him? Guilt has a way of lingering, even though we are forgiven. This happens to the sons of Jacob. They knew Joseph's deep love for their father, and that he would have done nothing to send the old man to an early grave. Though Joseph has assured them, both with his words and actions, that he had no animosity in his heart toward them. 
they were overcome with feelings of paranoia. To understand this kind of fear, we need to be aware of how easy it is for people who have mistreated others to interpret another person's actions in the light of their own weakness. How could Joseph forgive them for what they had done? From their own human perspective, they could not accept the fact that anyone could overlook such grievous ill-treatment without retaliating. His reactions couldn't be sincere. He must have been feigning forgiveness to protect Jacob. Joseph's acts of unselfishness in bringing them all to Egypt and bestowing upon them such rich blessings must have been to honor their father, to make up for all the heartache Jacob endured the past 22 years. Why would Joseph's brothers think this way? The answer is really very simple. They could not have demonstrated the same attitudes and actions themselves. Consequently, they projected on Joseph their own weaknesses. Now that Jacob was gone, they braced themselves for the worst. These comments couldn't be more accurate. We often accuse people of things we are guilty of while projecting on others the attitudes we struggle with. The brothers begged Joseph for forgiveness, and Joseph wept. Joseph's reaction reveals the authentic forgiveness that he found for his brothers. This is another glimpse into the gentle and tender side of Joseph. Their wrestling over past and already forgiven sins moved him to tears. They still couldn't appropriate grace. It was still too good to be true. Joseph's tears were combined with sincere words of reassurance. Concerning this response found in verses 19 through 21, Charles Swindoll writes, Without hesitation, he offered them reassurance in the form of forgiveness. Joseph's words here in Genesis 50 provide the finest expression of forgiveness we find anywhere outside of the words of Jesus Christ himself. I suggest you read them slowly and with feeling, preferably aloud. All who wrestle with needless guilt over forgiven sins will benefit from frequent reminders of Joseph's response. I would suggest memorizing these few lines so that they become etched forever in your mind. Hopefully, they will help you to comprehend and appropriate the grace of God as never before in your life. Finding forgiveness is the central characteristic of Joseph's life. One pastor summed up this attribute with these powerful words. The most beautiful aspect of this entire narrative is Joseph's ability to forgive. What happened to Joseph was unthinkable. Our natural response is to think that he would have been well within his rights to use his power and position to retaliate against his brothers. However, he does not. He looks to God's sovereignty and trusts his providence. The result is forgiveness. Joseph cancels the debt. That, after all, is what forgiveness means. Forgiveness does not mean one forgets, as in has the ability to remember no more, but that in spite of the memory, one erases the debt. Joseph cannot help but remember what his brothers had done. Retracing his steps on the journey home would have made the memories all the more vivid. In fact, this trip heightens his brothers' sense of guilt and causes them to beg for his mercy. But their debt is gone. It has long since been wiped out. You will not necessarily forget the evil things men do, however, that does not mean you can't or haven't forgiven. You can still cancel the debt and refuse to punish. Remember this statement from Lewis Meads. 
To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. God sent his son so that you could be forgiven. It would be an understatement to say that forgiveness is God's main agenda. He calls you to forgive others because he knows what forgiveness brings. Trust his plan and follow his will so that you can live beneath his blessings. May you continually find God's forgiveness as you grow as his disciple. Even when you don't understand, trust his plan. At times, your life may feel like a tangled mess. Just remember, God is the master designer. He makes no mistakes. In fact, he only creates masterpieces. A huge part of finding God's best for you will be found in your willingness to find forgiveness for others. Other people might actually intend for their actions to be evil, but God has the power to use it for your good and His glory. Consider these questions. Trusting in God's goodness requires believing in His character. What characteristics of God can you focus on today to increase your willingness to trust His plan? Genesis 50.20 is one of the most well-known verses in the entire book of Genesis. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. What are your thoughts on this statement by Joseph considering the circumstances through which he said it? What are some of the greatest spiritual truths you have learned from studying Joseph's life in Genesis 37 through 50? What specific ways can you put into practice these truths that you have learned? Pray with me. Thank you, Lord, for your amazing forgiveness. Remind us of your grace every day so that we can forgive and be witnesses for your mercy everywhere. In Christ's name, amen.